is something that will lift you up. Frank Ski's Inspirational Vitamin. Let the devil know that you're in Paris. On 96.3 WHUR. Hallelujah. Hey, everybody. It's Frank Ski, and it is time for your Inspirational Vitamin. And today, I have a warning that will change your life. Here it is. Stay away from negative people. That's it. Simple and plain. I could end this inspirational vitamin with those words, but I got to explain what I'm talking about. Stay away from negative people. There are people around you all the time where everything they say is always negative. Oh, it's flu season. I'm about to be sick. Oh, it's looking like it's going to rain. My hair's going to get all messed up, blah, blah, blah. Oh, they changed the boss. We're all getting fired. Oh, it's always something negative. Stay away from those kind of people. You know why? Because those type of people rub off on you. And before you know it, you're going to start thinking negative thoughts about your life. It's called toxic. There are toxic relationships with toxic people that you have around you that's actually keeping you from your God-given best. Now, how do you stay away from those people? It's simple. Don't deal with them. Don't call them. Don't talk to them. Some people you got to separate from your life. Well, Frank, my mom, she's always negative about everything. Well, I know you got to talk to your mom, but here's what you do. Keep it simple. Keep it plain. Keep it positive. Talk about good things and keep it moving. I don't care who it is in your life. It could be somebody extremely close to you. But if they're talking negative, it's going to rub off on you. And then eventually you'll start thinking negative, And that is the direction your life will go in. Proverbs 18.21. The tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Meaning, ladies and gentlemen, negative talking people will eat the fruit of their negative talking selves. I'm Frank Ski. Stay away from negative people. And that, that's your inspiration. Frank Ski Show with Nina Brown. We in the building, Nina Brown. All right. So uh, there was an event that we have to talk about real quick. Last night, ladies and gentlemen, was the end of an era. Blackish. After eight seasons of Pride, this is black excellence. Oh, hell, the bling. And joy. I love this man with all my heart and soul. Thank you, Black Jesus. Amen. <laughs> it's time to say goodbye to Blackish. This feels like home because you and the kids make it that way. I'm so proud to say I did this with you. Oh, my gosh. Eight years uh, of just final black episode of Blackish. And Anthony Anderson, he opened up about his emotions, about filming the last episode. Uh, he basically said he lost it. Mm. Tracy Ellis Ross opened up about the show. She said, you know, she had to give herself permission to cry. Wow. Actual last day, a lot of people, man, they cried. They didn't know what to say. They've been working on the moment for a long time, but they knew when the last day hit. They tried to prep themselves for it. And in the last scene, they all lost it. Wow. It was unexpected. They didn't expect to lose it the way they did, knowing it was over after eight years. They interviewed with Ellen, and Ellen said, listen, you know, you guys should be proud. You had such a groundbreaking show. 
And then uh, Anthony Anderson says, we are, we are. From my partner in crime with this who created the show, Kenya Barris, to our writers, our directors, to everyone. When Kenya and I sat down 10 years ago, we looked at what was missing in the landscape of television for he and I as viewers. And we wanted to make an important show that had an impact. We took a page from Norman Lear's book with the Jeffersons, Good Times, All in the Family. We wanted to do a show like that. A show that had social commentary, unapologetic lead characters. And he said, I believed mm. we were successful. Wow. Man, the end of an era, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Blackish. How do you feel about that, well, Nina Brown? It's sad because we there is nothing like Blackish. What yeah. they gave us for almost a decade, yeah. Black Excellence. They covered so many tough topics yeah. that needed to be covered that we uh, opened up so many different like conversations as a family, yeah. as a community. Like tough things, everything. Over eight years, everything that happened in the real world that we saw happen yeah. in media, they tackled on the show. Yeah. They were brave. They were courageous. They were uh, they crossed boundaries. Yeah. They raised ceilings. And I just love what they stood for as a family. Yeah. I mean, it truly was. It felt like the Cosbys yeah. for, you know, this generation. And you, know what, you know what's interesting is I really saw myself exactly. as Anthony Anderson sometimes. Yeah. You know, I saw myself as him many times. And I felt the same you way know, about Bo. Tried, about Rainbow I remember Johnson. The, the thing that got me the most was how they tried to balance their kids mm -hmm. being black. Yep. But going to the white school. Yep. You know what I mean? And successful and, and careers. And being successful. Yes. And what that does to a mm -hmm. child with your parents. You know what I mean? And letting your kids be kids. Yeah. And even with uh, Tracy Ellis Ross's character as Rainbow Johnson, like as a mom, like when she had the baby and dealing with postpartum depression and just like yeah. struggling as a doctor and yeah. trying to find the balance with her husband. I mean, so many things. Almost a decade You know of what things. really hurt me? Yeah. When, when, I, when I thought they were going to break up. Yes. Man. I know. They went through every real life situation. They went through everything. Could possibly. Yeah. Kenya Bears. Like, yeah. I, I had the loving hat. and toxic grandparents. Oh, that part. <laughs> oh, but still the comedy and the culture and the yeah. color. Yeah. You know, they brought it to life. Like, only yeah. black folks do yeah. so well. And just kept it and looked good while they were doing and, it. And being in the office, the stuff he goes through at work. That part with Dion Cole. Oh Dion my Cole. God, just yeah. amazing. It was great. Yeah. Ladies and we're gentlemen, miss it. everybody shed a tear. The last episode aired last night of Blackish. After eight seasons of Pride, this is Black Excellence. Oh, hell, the queen. And Joy. I love this man with all my heart and soul. Thank you, Black Jesus. Amen. <laughs> it's time to say goodbye to Blackish. This feels like home because. You and the kids make it that way. I'm so proud to say I did this with you. 96.3 WHUR and Nina Brown. Yes, sir. Uh, there's love in the air. And you know what that means. A hot album is on the way. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Lizzo is officially off the market. Lizzo what? is off the market. Wait, is this time for real? Come on. The good as hell singer said her boyfriend isn't intimidated by her fame at all. He's actually supportive. How about that? Congratulations, Wait, who Lizzo. who is her boyfriend? Well, they're not saying his name just yet. <laughs> Rumors were swirling when they were spotted together Valentine's Day at Craig's in West Hollywood. She was seen with an outing with the same guy in Beverly Hills uh, last October. Mm. But uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, it seems like they're going the right way. She was doing an interview 
on Sirius XM. She said, when you find the right person, fame isn't even a factor. Okay, she was yeah. making sure she found somebody that wasn't intimidated by everything else that's going on. And she know, found right. that confident guy. Because Lizzo's a lot of women, and I mean that in every facet of the she world. She said, you should be supported no matter what the person does. That's right. You know, she revealed that her man actually cheered her on when she hosted the uh, NBC comedy series when she hosted um, Saturday Night Live. Go ahead, girl. So, you know, her guy was like, yo, you did so good. It feels so good to have people rooting for you, she said. And that's what she needed in her life. Absolutely. You know what I mean? With all the controversies she gets, she needed somebody in her life, her a down. male guy yes. that's going to say, hey, babe, I love you for Just that. Just the way you are. Just the way we you are. We all need that. Come on now. That is good. You know, she hosted Saturday Night Live, did two new songs, even appeared in some sketches. So she's good. She's real good. Yeah, and getting the money. Got the love, the money, and all the... And she's got the, the Watch Out for the Big Girl <laughs> show that's on, too. So she's hitting it. I'm telling and you. And she has new music that dropped this week. So, um, hey, congratulations to Lizzo. You better get it. You better get it, girlfriend. I, I, I hope nothing for the best for her. Amen. You know what? And I, and I think the things that some people might see from her that they don't like. Okay. I think they will look different now that she has a man next to her. Isn't that crazy? Because I think sometimes people look at it like she's thirst trapping. Like she's trying to find somebody. Like stop doing that. But now she's got somebody. So she's not this is really who she is. This is really who she is. How about that? So go ahead, Lizzo. I'm happy for her. Me too. All right, Lizzo, you got it, girlfriend. Hey everybody, don't move because coming up next hour Syracuse police are mm. on the hot seat, mm. everybody. Mm. There is a viral video of four white Syracuse police officers arresting an eight-year-old black boy for supposedly, supposedly stealing a bag of potato chips. People are on fire. Why are they traumatizing that black child? We got to talk about it next. If you haven't seen the video, go to our social at Frank Ski Show, but we're taking your comments next. It's 96.3 HUR, the Frank Ski Show with Nina Brown, and people are highly upset, everybody. They traumatized that boy over a bag of chips. Mm. Syracuse police are accused of terrorizing an eight-year-old boy after he was suspected of stealing from a convenience store. There's a viral video. Syracuse police are seen putting the young black boy in the back of a police car after the child allegedly stole a bag of chips. The video shot by a local resident who appears upset at the officers by the way he was treating the little boy. Four police officers involved in the boy's apprehension, and the young kid could be heard screaming as he tried to get away. The man filming the video even offered to pay for the chips if wow. the police just let the little boy go. Right now, Syracuse police said in a statement, they're reviewing the incident, but as we are speaking, there has been a release from the mayor of Syracuse. We'll get into that, but I want y'all to listen to the video that drove everybody nuts. What is y'all doing? What, y'all doing? what is y'all doing? Guess. Take a guess what I'm doing. He's like a baby to me. Why you? Why you? That's what I'm doing. I don't know what you're doing. I just see you snatching my the. So what's so what's going on then? He's stealing stuff. If he breaks into your house, he steals something. Nah, he's man. What, he's stealing a bag of chips? So y'all treat me like a whole cold-blooded oh. f***? Keep, keep, keep walking, dude. You don't even know what you're keep talking Keep walking. About. I do that. I, I know what I just came up and see. I know what came up and see. Okay, what did you see? I see y'all snatching him up a bike like a grown-ass man. Look at him. 
And he said it wasn't him. What y'all doing? Talking about man. That's against the law. What is y'all doing? Take the if he stole some chicks, I'll pay for him. I'll pay for him. You don't even know where he lives. Y'all just throw the he come. That's what they do. They come here. Y'all do it. Leave him alone. That's all we can do. He a kid. All right, DMV, let's weigh in on it. What y'all think about this? 202-432-WHUR. Is it too much? Or do you have to scare him straight even at eight years old? Let's talk about it. Frank Skeet Show, Nina Brown. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's a video that has now gone viral across the country. They traumatized that boy over a bag of chips can be heard in the background as the man who's videotaping it all saw it and tried to come in and help. Syracuse police are accused of terrorizing an eight-year-old boy Wow! after he was suspected of stealing from a convenience store. Syracuse police were seen putting the young black boy in the back of a police car over a bag of chips. The video was shot by a local resident who tried to intervene. Four police officers, all white, appeared to be involved in the little black boy's apprehension. He's screaming, traumatized. I just want y'all to listen. It's very disturbing to hear. We're going to make sure we post it on our Frank Ski Show page. What is y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Guess. Guess he look like a baby to me. Why you? Why you? That's what I'm doing. I don't know what you're doing. Exactly. You I just see you snatching my part. So what? So what's going on then? He's stealing stuff. If he breaks into your house to steal something, nah, man. What are you saying? A bag of chips? So y'all treat me like a whole cold blooded. Keep walking, dude. You don't even know what you're talking about. Keep walking, I do. I know what I just came up and see. I know. Came up and see. Okay, what'd you see? I see y'all snatching him off the back like a grown ass man. And he said it wasn't him. Y'all doing? Crazy. How old is Talking about, man? That's against the law. What is y'all doing? Take the. If he stole some chicks, I'll pay for him. I'll pay for him. You don't even know where he lives. Y'all just throw the. Come. That's what they do. They come here. Y'all doing? Leave him alone. No camera. That's all we can do. He a kid. Wow. The Thank person God filming could not believe what he was witnessing. What are y'all doing? Guess. Take a guess what I'm doing, says the police cop, says the police officer. Guy says he looks like a baby to me. What's going on? Police officer says he's stealing stuff. What if he breaks into your house? Wow. Truly treating children like an animal. Syracuse police said they're reviewing the incident. They haven't said anything about it yet. Not saying there shouldn't be any consequences for people stealing food when they're hungry, but we got to address this in a different way. You're on the Frank Ski Show. Thomas! Yeah, sir, how you doing? Come on, Thomas, how you feel about that? Man, let me tell you something, Frank. It used to be a day in time where you could let your kids, when we were kids, we could go to the store and do stuff like that, and we'd be fine. We are not in those days and times anymore. You cannot just let your babies go out in the world like that because stuff like that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I have a 10-year-old and an 11-year-old. And I could just be at the store. I go in there with them at all times. Not because you don't think they're going to do anything. Because you don't know the mindset of that store owner or anything like that. That would have been a totally different situation if that child's parents would have been there. And uh, you cannot let your children do that anymore. I don't let my kids go to the bus stop by themselves anymore. 
which is weird. Real, really bad times. You can't just give your babies to the world like that right. anymore, man. All right. Brenda. I think them policemen should be fired mm-hmm. because that was a 10-year-old child. I'm a foster parent. And there are many kids that comes into care that they are already traumatized. Exactly. That child could have that could have been the only thing he had to eat to, that day was that bag of chips. They should have asked him, talk to the child, right. find out why he sold the chips. He might not have had no money. He might have not had anything to eat that day. And he decided that stealing the bag of chips would at least put something on his stomach. Brenda, thank you for what you do, Brenda. Thank you. Our number, DMV, 202-432-WHUR. Maisha. I'm in the car with my 10-year-old son right now. Mm. So I'm thankful he was able to hear that. Um, Because some of his friends that he hang around is just ridiculous. But there's no justification for a 10-year-old to have to go through that. I mean, let's call the parent and see what's going on. Let's figure out who this child belongs to. Uh -uh, That was unjustified. All right. My son is terrified, and it wouldn't eat him. Thank you, Maisha. Franksky Show, hello. Franksky. All right, go right ahead. Hi. Now, um, the video just, it sounds like the the child is being beaten in a store, and I can just only imagine. Like, I have a 10-year-old son, and I can only imagine something like that happening to my son. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it just just sounded like, it just sounded so tragic for him to be going through that over a bag of potato chips. Wow. Uh, I mean, it just disturbing very disturbing you know now they're saying that the young boy was only eight years old wow the mayor's responded right now in syracuse this video is blowing up if you haven't seen it go on our social at frank ski show WHUR, the Frank Ski Show with Nina Brown. We are discussing a viral video that has gone national. They've been putting it on all the news sites and everything in Syracuse, where four white police officers are seen taking a boy, eight years old, off of his bike, putting him into the back of a police car. Innocent bystanders are screaming at the police that you are traumatizing him. And the police just keep on going. What is y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Guess. Guess what I'm doing. Hey, he look like a baby to me. Why you? Why you? That's what I'm doing. I don't know what you're exactly. doing. You I just see you snatching my the. So what? So what's going on then? You're stealing stuff. If he breaks into your house to steal something, nah, man. What are you selling? A bag of chips? So y'all treat me like a whole cold blooded. Keep walking, dude. You don't even know what you're keep talking walking, about. Keep walking, I do. I, I know what I just came up and see. I know. Came up and see. Okay, what did you see? I see y'all snatching him off the back like you grown ass man. And he said it wasn't him. What are doing? Crazy. How old is he? 10 years old? What are talking about, that's man? Against, that's against the law. What are you doing? So you put that what are y'all doing? Take the I'll If he stole some chips, I'll pay for him. I'll pay for him. You don't even know where he lives. Y'all just throwing the car. That's what they do. They come here. Well, right now, Mayor Ben Walsh has issued a statement saying he was concerned when he first saw the video surface of the Syracuse police officers placing the young boy in the back of a police cruiser after he was accused of stealing a bag of chips. The mayor said from what he saw on body cam footage, the boy was not actually placed in handcuffs at the time. The officer knew the child, he said, from prior interactions and explained to him that he was being taken home. 
The officers actually returned the child to his family and discussed the incident with his father before leaving without filing any charges. Now, the mayor has asked Syracuse police chief and the department to review the body cam footage and making sure that everything was done right. The boy's father, Anthony Weal, said he acknowledged his son was wrong, but he did take issue with the way the officers handled the incident. The father who is from Ethiopia, has two other sons. What is y'all doing? What is y'all doing? Hey, he like a baby to me. Why you, why you? That's what I'm doing. I don't know what you're That's doing. Exactly I just see you snatching my butt. No. So what? So what's going on then? You're stealing stuff. If you break into your house, you steal something. Nah, you man. What are you saying? A bag of chips? So y'all treat me like a whole cold-blooded Keep walking, dude. You don't even know what you're talking about. Keep walking. Dude, I do. I know what I just came up and see. I'm not came up and see. Let's go to the phone to see what you got to say. My name is Julia Carter from Stafford. I'm mad about that video. Don't do that. That's traumatizing our kids. If he stole something like the black cop said, he will pay for it. And he'll take him home to his parents and let him know what he did. Don't do that to him. Don't search him out the car like that. That will traumatize him. I don't care if you red, yellow, black, white, purple, or green. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh-uh. Don't do that. Frank Ski Show, go ahead with your comment. Uh, my name is Mark. I'm from Charles County, Maryland. All I want to know, where was the parent or parent who would let an eight-year-old wander out by himself? It never happened in my day. Come on, DMV. What you feeling? Hi, I'm Angie B, and I'm from Washington, D.C. First of all, his mom or dad or whoever's raising him should have told him by now you don't steal. And I still believe in whippings, and he should get his butt whipped. But the police should take it light on him because he's eight and just explain to him what he's trying to do is not good. Put the chips back, call his mother or whoever's raised him, and had him come pick him up and then take him home and tear his tail up. Frank Ski Show, what you think? Uh, my name is Melissa. I'm calling from Waldorf, Maryland. It's horrible what happens to the eight-year-old, and how come we never hear about we. I never hear about black cops doing this to white children. Frank Skeetsho, who is this? Hey, Latasha Hills, I'm calling. I live in Syracuse, and the videotape that was shown about the little um, eight-year-old that was being arrested, the cops did not do anything wrong. The little boy is very bad. He's been stealing um, various times, and the store owner finally got tired of it and called the cops on him. They sent the boy home. They did not handcuff him. They did not handcuff him. He was untouched. Um, the guy that was taking the video, he is like a bipolar and he doesn't even work. So he was not going to be able to pay for anything. So sometimes we have to um, get all the facts before we start being emotional over the videos because the video just shows a little bit of it. And the boy, was well, it wasn't allegedly. He did. W-A-2-R, hello. My, my name is Angela Collins from Winchester, Virginia, and I, I think that uh, tough love is good. The cop putting his hands on him is a no-go. Unfortunately, when you have a lot of people in the crowd and they're kind of uh, just yelling at the cops, that kind of just elevates uh, any kind of bad uh vibes that are going on so i think that it's kind of a mixed situation but land hands no go yeah very disturbing dmv thank you for your calls don't move dj herb is coming up it's 4 20 and it's five o'clock right here on the frank ski show with nina brown from the frank ski show who's this this is tia douglas from baltimore judy brown hey, hey. <laughs> this is not our auntie 
Tia. <laughs> no, this is bodybuilder Tia. Okay, because Frank has an aunt named Tia in Baltimore. Girl, you was about to scare me. Congratulations. <laughs> you got my Stokely tickets coming May 6th and May 7th to Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club. Mama, congrats. Yeah, thank you so much, baby. Tell me the station that just hooked our Tia up. W-H-U-R, baby. Ow. Yeah, ow. Group chat on the Frank Ski Show with Nina Brown, where everyone has something to say. You know these texts and social media threads. We're all just here for the comments. And go. Listen, we got some celebs in here. Martez and Wadrina Layton, founders of Dream Builders Marriage Coaching and Counseling. Affair Recovery Specialist. Ooh, Say that word wait. again, Nina Brown. Affair, Affair Recovery, Recovery Specialist. Specialist. Jesus. They are authors, counselors, speakers, and licensed therapists and certified professional life and marriage coaches. They are best-selling authors of A Blessed Affair. Be careful what you curse. Your curse could be your blessing. Their personal story of successfully overcoming infidelity in their marriage. They got wow. 20 years of experience wow. advising aisle-bound couples how to step into healthy marriages. They've been on the OWN Network, Christian uh, Talk Show, The 700 Club, Real Housewives, uh, Good Day DC, Great Morning Washington, several other media outlets. But they outlets. have not been here, are, so that's the most important part, yeah. is that they have made it. To the Frank Ski Show and Nina Brown. Listen. <laughs> yes. yes. Boy. And you know what's so funny? When the request came in and I'm reading the bios and what they're talking about, Married yeah. for Life, I said, how perfect is it to have them here on group chat? Because Frank Ski and I try to do what y'all do professionally. <laughs> yeah. And we don't always get it right. Sometimes no. we can get it close. I'll be listening. Okay. Yeah, be listening. But we're the ghetto professionals. We're the ghetto. Yeah, we're super ghetto. And y'all are professional. Um. And we need, we've got a, a group chat coming in today, and I thought it would be so perfect to have y'all here. Yes. This is what y'all do. Yes. This is yes. our niche. So, will you hang out with us for the yes, group chat definitely. today? Okay. From listening to you guys, we're going to be good. Ghetto and professional together? Oh, that's a good mix. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. The group chat is getting ready to go down. Our number for you to comment is 202-432-WHUR. We've got my girl Sasha on the phone, Frank. All right, Sasha. We live. Let's go. So I always told myself that I would stay married until the kids graduated high school, but my youngest kid is in middle school now, and I don't think I can make it another five years in a sexless marriage. Wait, in a what marriage? Sexless marriage. Oh, okay. We are, we are not currently having sex. Okay. So my husband and I have grown apart, and after 20 years of being married, um, the spark is like gone. And mm. I'm really considering having an affair to get my physical needs met just to stay married, but I don't even know if that's the right call. Like, should I just get divorced and say F it? Yep, run! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a serious question. How, how long have y'all not been having sex? Oh, I'd say it's been about four or five years. Oh, wow. Have you talked about why? Have you brought it up? The spark is gone. I just, I don't know what to say. We just don't feel the same way as we used to. Why not just get a divorce then? Um, it's something that we've discussed before. And my youngest child um, was sort of traumatized by the idea of us getting divorced. We have to go through therapy. And I don't want to put my kids through further trauma of that. Mm. And at this point, we're staying together for the kids. Sexless, that's a lot. Staying together for the kids and contemplating having an affair. Ooh, that's a lot, Frank. No, that is. I need to stand up for this. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Frank told her to run mm-hmm. and no. get a divorce. <laughs> and, and sometimes this is something that I would want to just say to her. First of all, the fact that you've made a decision not to have sex with somebody else for five years, that shows a commitment mm. to your spouse. Because you got to think about that. Everybody listening, that's five years no sex. Wow. That is huge, first of all. Mm-hmm. So first of all, what you really want to realize is that if we can make a commitment not to have sex, I really want to challenge you to make a commitment on seeing how can we start over. Because that is huge. That is profound. I would have yeah, never looked never at it like that. that. Look, you see what happened to my wife? And I, if you all don't know, I had an affair on my wife. My wife actually had an affair at different times. Five wow. years. Just think about that commitment. If you can do that, you can make that same commitment to say, babe, let's see how to start over. Yes. Wow. Well, and that was they deep. do have to make that decision because a lot of times it's just not all about the, you know, is it, it is about projecting our kids, but she said the right thing. I'm already in having my son. He's in therapy. So continue with the therapy for your son, providing him that support, but you still have to love yourself and take care of yourself and do what's best for you mm. as well. And honestly, I don't want to hurt, you know, just because you say you may not have had sex, you don't know what the husband that has done. Part. Exactly. But just, how many people do y'all meet stay together for the kids? Oh, my oh a God. lot. That's probably many what, 70%? People. And that's what we need to oh, talk that's about. 70%. That's easy. Listen, this is going to be a hot group chat. We talking about it. 202-432-WHUR. And when we come back, the one and only Ronnie, Ronnie and Shamari DeVoe is in the building. 96.3 WHUR. We're inside the group chat. Sasha's got an issue. We got a bunch of special guests who are in the building. Ronnie and Shamari DeVoe are here. Martez and Wadrina Layton are here. But right now, Sasha's got an issue. So I always told myself that I would stay married until the kids graduated high school. But my youngest kid is in middle school now. And I don't think I can make it another five years in a sexless marriage. Wait, in a what marriage? Sexless marriage. Oh, okay. We are, we are not currently having sex. Okay. So my husband and I have grown apart, and after 20 years of being married, um, the spark is, like, gone. And mm. I'm really considering having an affair to get my physical needs met just to stay married, but I don't even know if that's the right call. Like, should I just get divorced and say F it? Yep, run! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a serious question. How, how long have y'all not been having sex? Oh, I'd say it's been about four or five years. Oh, wow. Have you talked about why? Have you brought it up? The spark is gone. I just, I don't know what to say. We just don't feel the same way as we used to. Why not just get a divorce then? Um, It's something that we've discussed before. And my youngest child um, was so traumatized by the idea of us getting divorced. We have to go through therapy. And I don't want to put my kids through further trauma of that. Mm. And... At this point, we're staying together for the kids. Come on, DMV. Hi. Go right ahead with your comment. Yes, I understand where she's coming from. I was in a similar situation, and I did go outside my marriage. and But it sparked the flame back up. It started and, the flame back up? But I couldn't take it anymore because mm. it was no sense. Mm. So I went outside my marriage, and actually it sparked it back up. And everything has ended with me, and it's my husband and I again. All right. Thank you, sis. You're welcome. Hey, Miyoshi, go ahead. Girl, if he ain't giving you no sex back, go to my no sex show. Um, sex shop, get your vibrator, enjoy yourself. Thank you, Miyoshi. She got a point. Frank Ski Show, hello. I feel like the, the husband is probably getting his wife knocked off with someone else. 
about four or five years. Come on now. Right, Martez and Wadrina, is it that like foreign for like, I, I don't think we should automatically assume that the husband is doing dirt. Like, right? What do you say to that? No, it's not so much assuming. It's just actually being realistic and understanding that's not even natural. Just understanding mm, it's not okay. natural to do that. So just the fact that he, if he's not having sex. He's satisfying himself in some way. Some way. Yeah. Something's going. And look, I don't care whether you're praying, reading your Bible. You could be doing all of that stuff. Trust me, it is not natural for you. So actually, we have to expect it. If he hasn't, it's okay. But honestly, that's unrealistic. But then shouldn't the same thing be applied to the to Sasha then? It's unnatural for her to have gone five years. I that, mean That's a great question, Nina, but you gotta realize women also I mean, women have the emotion and the ability to be able to do that in their minds mentally. Men mm, need that arousing okay. more than a woman does. A woman can close the doors of the church. That man he needs it open. Close the doors of the church. That's true. That's true. Because I did like that when I got my divorce. I did like that. All right, girl. And I focused all my time. We're taking your calls. This is a deep one. 202-432-W H U R. The homie Ronnie and Shamari DeVoe in the building and DeVoe's are here. Yeah, yo, hot and heavy conversation already. Yeah, we need y'all's opinion. I gotta understand. Wait, Ronnie, Ronnie, don't get don't get too far into it. We're gonna take a quick break. I know you got a lot to say. That's a long time. Like I understand my wife and I have had stints where we've gone, you know, a couple months. All right, let's talk about that after five years. (laughs) No, 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 no. Don't go there. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh my god. (laughs) All right, y'all, we're in the group chat, but we got some special guests in the show. Ronnie and Shamari DeVoe. You know Ronnie DeVoe, Bell Biv DeVoe, New Edition Fame, and Coach Martez and Wadrina Layton. They are all chiming in on the group chat today because Sasha has an issue. So I always told myself that I would stay married until the kids graduated high school, but my youngest kid is in middle school now, and I don't think I can make it another five years in a sexless marriage. Wait, in a what marriage? Sexless marriage. Oh, okay. We are we are not currently having sex. Okay. So my husband and I have grown apart, and after 20 years of being married, um, the spark is, like, gone. And mm. I'm really considering having an affair to get my physical needs met just to stay married, but I don't even know if that's the right call. Like, should I just get divorced and say F it? Yep, run! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a serious question. How, how long have y'all not been having sex? Oh, I'd say it's been about four or five years. Oh, wow. Have you talked about why? Have you brought it up? The spark is gone. I just, I don't know what to say. We just don't feel the same way as we used to. Why not just get a divorce then? Um, It's something that we've discussed before. And my youngest child um, was so traumatized by the idea of us getting divorced. We have to go through therapy. And I don't want to put my kids through further trauma of that. Mm. And at this point, we're staying together for the kids. Come on, DMV. Get in on the conversation now. 202 432 W-H-U-R. We are inside of a very special group chat today. Ronnie and Shamari DeVoe. You know Ronnie DeVoe, Bell Bib DeVoe, New Edition, and Martez, Coach Martez, and Wadrina Layton are here. They are relationship counselors. We're here, and we got into a very intimate conversation about a situation that happened between Ronnie and Shamari DeVoe about 10 years ago. When the relationship was a bit off and Shamari decided to step out of the relationship to try something new with a woman. 
you kind of opened up to a lot of things. But what I appreciate is the fact that you guys got over that. Now your bond is actually stronger than ever. Right. And, Which and, means no matter what happens, when you come back, right. the foundation gets stronger. Right. That's right. so important. Like, when we finally sat down and we started to really realize that, mm. you know, we we need to put God first mm. in our relationship, um, that's when things really started to turn around. Yeah. And we were, and he finally agreed to counseling, which was something that's that right. we needed. That was you big. know, You know, and, and, he, and we forgave each other. Right. You know, wow. and that's so big to forgive yeah. each other, um, and, you know, forgive each other and also forgive yourself for even put, putting yourself through that. You that's know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. she was out, I mean, I was out, there were some things that I wasn't happy, happy with in our relationship, but, you know, at that point, it opened the door for, okay, do we really love each other, right? Like, yeah. we introduced a lot of SHI, you know, that was designed to tear our relationship apart, mm. yo. Like, mm -hmm. we could very well be a, st a, a statistic, right? But because of experts like Martez and Wadrina, and we talked to a couple other counselors along the way, but w when we met them, they were able to speak life into our relationship. Mm. And I think the young lady... You know, some life needs to be spoken into their yes. relationship before they give it up. Don't like, are they speak life are they destiny it. partners? Right. That's number one. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. And then yes. if not, hey, you you know, you yeah. never know. That's what Martez and Wadrina had to identify for us right. at the time right. when we were most right. broken. But go ahead. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. But exactly. First of all, that's the, everybody has been saying it. They need to talk, talk, talk because you have to see if you can revive the passion. If we are destined to be together, and like Ron said. They were destiny partners. The same with Martez and I. We were destiny partners. So we knew that we had a purpose beyond all of the mess and the pain that we were in. So those that couple has to discover that first, and then they can start rebuilding the foundation to rebuild their relationship and their marital bond. Shamari, what is the number one thing you love about Ronnie? Oh, my God. The number one thing that I love about him is his compassion for me. I Aww. love that. I love that. I, but there's so many things. I can't just name right? one. No, it's but that's, compassion. that's it's, good. I, like, what, I just like to listen to him talk with the Boston accent, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I, I like yeah. the way he dressed. I like the way he's a gentleman. I like the way he, he, loves, his, he loves his mom and his kids. It's just... There's so many things I could say that I love, but the fact that he has compassion and forgiveness mm. and he, you know, he's dedicated and committed to his family. Like, that's ah. dope. Ronnie? Yeah. What about yeah. you? For um, your wife? Um, my wife's loyalty. Yes. You know, my wife's honesty. Mm. You know, my wife's bravery. Right? Like, don't F with Shemizzle. Like, don't cross the line. <laughs> she's the she's nicest person on the planet. But when you cross the line, she's a beast. And we all got to have that beast that, you know, has our back, our family's back, our, our community's back, and all of the above. So, there's so many things that I love about And Wadrina, what about you? How do you feel mm -hmm. knowing that you helped save that? Wow, it's just so, I feel blessed, but I'm, it's so rewarding because I realize how the purpose that God has on my life to just touch and he, help couples to heal, restore their relationships. So to know you that. You saved that. that. Right. To okay. know, See what I'm saying? Exactly. You saved that, no, it's, sis. It's, it's really overwhelming and it's all praise and glory goes to God. It's like, Lord, I just thank you for your call that's on my life and the anointing to walk, you know, Amen. to walk in it. And that service, Martez. How does that feel for you? What's that again for? How does that service feel to you, knowing that this is what God called you to do? Oh man, so no, this is just it's just it's just an un, 
for me, is just humbling mm. to know I came from a mom who had four fair marriages, you know, and just it was no marriage in my in my view growing up. So to be able to do this is humbling. And I'm just really, I feel, I'm full of grace from it. Amen. Frank, so Amen. many people call here all the time with marriage issues. We do a group chat, and people have relationship issues all day. And we need to be able to refer folks to y'all to save yes. more marriages. Yes. Can you please give your information yes. how people can yes. contact you? Yes. And can they do it virtually if there's Absolutely. a lot of people listen on the app? Yeah. No, we actually have been, we, we do virtually, but we've been doing virtually for years. But okay. actually, if you go to Dream dreambuilderscoaching.net dreambuilderscoaching.net mm. and you can also find us uh, uh, Coach Martez on Instagram Dream Builders uh, Coaching there on Facebook. We would love to support you in helping you to restore your relationship. All right, Frank, everybody. you know Shamari, it, she found a good one. Let me tell you why she found a good man when she found Ronnie DeVoe. This man got old school keys. He got about 100 keys on this one keychain and he a Boy Scout so he got everything he needs. If you ever have a flat tire, you have a concussion, oh you God. run out of food, Ronnie got it all on his keys. He ain't never, you ain't never going to need for nothing, sis. Oh, never. Because he a good man. And that's how right. you know. Y'all better give thing. me some keys. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Ronnie. Yes. I love you so much, man. We've been friends for so long. But yes. you know what? I'm so proud of what y'all yes. did for your culture tour. Oh, man. You know, yes. I, I, you know I can't let you go without saying the new edition culture tour yes. was fire. You know, I, I brought y'all out in D.C. I yeah. was honored to do that. That's but right. I'm just telling you, yes. I will see y'all in Aruba. Ah. I will see y'all in Aruba, okay? So I'm hosting with you in Aruba. Love you guys, man. Love you too. That's going to wrap it and bag it for the show, DMV. Don't forget, if you ever miss anything from the Frank Ski Show, you can always log on to our IG at Frank Ski Show and on Facebook at Frank Ski Show.